When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. Hello, good evening, and welcome to the Chels. And here we are with the, the the finest team we can send out today, just to match the football. We thought we'd get the players in, so we've got Andy's here from last week. Hello, from, Andy. From last week. Well, you haven't That's moved. That's not much have of you? a build-up. Well, sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, we couldn't change his place, but he's here. No, you know what I mean. And so that people will remember you. You know uh-huh. that uh-huh. you. You know. How wonderful you are. When I ran the show. When you ran the show. Yeah, Yeah, I've heard all about that. And he's back. Mr. Brexit Ball himself. Philip's here. Yeah, well, Andy's a bit like Kovacic and Barkley, really. You can't sub sub them. You know what I mean? You can't. He is one or the other. (laughs) But both. And do do you know, Andy's actually, you know how how vocal he is on Twitter. He's retired from Twitter, haven't you? I haven't retired from Twitter. Where have you got this from? He's just having a rest. I had two two days off Twitter. That's not retiring. People have forgotten you by now. Well, yeah. How will you re-announce your re-arrival? I don't know. Maybe with some naked photos. <laughs> oh, my God. With a patch over your eye. Yeah. Well, you're looking... well a patch over something. Yeah. <laughs> looking oi, all... oi. Will you be looking all forlorn? Forlorn. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't retired from Twitter. Twitter is full of idiots, but it's also full of interesting people. Yeah. I'm just, um, I just had some stuff to do, so I thought I'd take a break from it, and uh, it's been quite refreshing. Are you coping? Yeah. Yeah, you know, you're not getting your a little bit a little, Twitter it's, finger. It's horribly addictive. Yeah. You, you do Twitter, don't you? I do, but Would I'm you, not for that addicted. You're a bit voyeur. You're a voyeur more than anything, aren't you? You kind of look at stuff rather than post stuff. Yes. Yes. And yes. what do you do? You don't do hardly anything at all. No, I do. I go through spates of it, but I can't be bothered to read it all the time every day. And right, you know, so it's, I find myself, I get a lot of quad fans um, are into me. Quad bike fans. Quad, yeah. Quad bikes, so they. Um, I tell them what's going on, really, with you know the fortieth year of Quadrophenia and all that. Don't and get grumpy about it. 
And uh, no, I don't get grumpy about it. And I let them know what's going on and send a few pictures out. And that makes people happy. So that's what I use it for. That's what I use it for, really. You don't you don't get involved in uh, in any I don't tear get ups. in your tear in in, in tear ups. I, I can see that it's can. It, I, sometimes I feel like writing saying really outrageous, but I'll stop myself. You don't have. You, I don't have the filter you have. You, you haven't got the filter. Fills filter. Yeah, it's true. I, I, Look, I think I think Twitter's a, a force for good and bad. I think it's been really good for being able to. You know, to achieve really big reach for you know people to have a voice and a platform on all sorts of things, and I'm really really supportive of that. And I've I've found it a really interesting, you know, few years on it. But I think it's also it can also go down a dark rabbit hole, and you know people can get very uh, intense about the whole thing. And sometimes you just got to take a step. And it can make you very angry, can't it? It can make you very angry. You know, and and also the thing is, silly. It's not it's not real life. No, you know, it's just you're in a monologue. And actually, if you meet some of the people that you've been having a bit of a tear up with on Twitter, actually, it's fine. You know, I've met a few people. People that I've had big arguments with, and it's like it's not real life, is it? You know, you're not anything like I thought. Well, obviously, you'd be. you've learned about in the monologues at uh, Middlesex Poly when you were doing drama. When I was <laughs> when I was training to be an actor. When you were the only real actor that we know. I mean, I know I've said it a few times, but um, Philip, have you got a certificate? <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> <Yeah. no. laughs> <Do you, clears throat> we've never actually seen your certificate. I could bring my certificate in. Yeah. Middlesex Polytechnic, 1984 to 1987. See, now that's where Twitter's useful. You don't Bachelor need to of Arts in, in Drama. <laughs> well, talking <laughs> of drama, I suppose we should leave your acting <laughs> career behind because it didn't get much further than it that. It didn't. It honestly didn't, no. But, well, I mean, where do we start? I suppose we have to start with the aftermath of, of the cup final. You talked about that last Tuesday. I'm, I'm just interested, you know, we got to Wednesday, Tottenham Hotspur, and the big question on everyone's burning lips was, would Kepa play? How did you view that whole situation, Phil? Oh, well, you know, obviously on the day we were all saying, God, God, don't you understand? Get him off, get him off. You know, the other goalie's probably a better uh, penalty saver. But um, I think it was all a bit... I think there was a slight misunderstanding there. I think he felt they were pulling him off because he was injured and... He was saying he was okay and he didn't need to come off. I don't need to come off. So I don't think the manager was really that undermined. I know he went walking down the, you know, walking out. I don't think he was that much undermined. And I think one game was probably sufficient. Um, but I think it's kind of, you know, I think Sari maybe was a bit a bit too bossy. And it's uh, reined him back a bit. And I think he's been managing the team a bit better since um, that's happened. And in that I, cup final, I think they've, they're playing better now and I think he's making better substitutions and he's doing a bit better. It, it felt like a bit of a watershed, didn't it, in terms of you know making the manager reassess it. And I think he's come out and, and I think Azpilicueta came out, didn't he, in the week and said that the manager has taken a lot of this on board and started to you know to think differently in the way that we play games I mean in terms of the Kepa situation I think it's been dealt with pretty well overall I mean it hasn't it, it didn't get escalated he didn't amplify it he just came out and said look he did the he did the right thing but in the wrong way you know he fined him I think a week's wages which went to the Chelsea Foundation he dropped him for a game uh, Kepa made a public apology that's exact that's all you can ask for really and he came back and he played really well against Fulham he but had a good do, game. do you think do you not think as well that actually as much as the press would like to, you know, from the moment Chris Sutton got hold of it and he's going, he should never play for that club again. He should be gone. And other people in the press really saying, this is it. This is going to to completely tear this club apart. 
I actually think this has probably been the one major unifying moment of the season. And hopefully we, we can bounce on from here. It wasn't so much the incident, it was how it was dealt with that was yeah. always going to be the key thing. And I think there was, you know, there were rumbles that some players in the dressing room were disappointed with Kepper. And, you know, Kepper's had to do a little bit of work to row back his reputation. But look, I think it's been dealt with really well. I it's mean, always the same. I think it needed something down. It needed a catalyst down there. And it looks like that was the catalyst yeah. where they all put their heads together and, you know, said, well, look, let's stick together. Okay, he's had this. Sorry's, you know, been a bit of a problem, but we'll sort it out. Because, you know, there's nothing the press want more and other clubs want more than us to fall apart over exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Again. Again. <laughs> and, <clears throat> you know, it's interesting. So we come into, you know, the, the week with after the cup final, okay, we lost it. We're quite hopeful, though. There's been this incident. And suddenly you come to this match against Tottenham on Wednesday night. And I think the weeks we've had, or the 10 days we've had, and the 10 days Tottenham have had, it's really interesting. 10 days ago, you know, everyone was saying that Chelsea were in trouble. Sarri's on limited time. He's probably gone by Thursday after the Tottenham game. Tottenham, really the only possible contenders to challenge Liverpool and to challenge Man City. Then they go and lose at Burnley. And then Wednesday happens. And everything has changed. And that's football, isn't it? Well, let's have a look at the team. I mean, the big news was obviously Kepper being dropped for that game uh, after his antics at Wembley. And there were three other changes from the side that started the Carabao Cup final against Man City with Higuain, Alonso and Kovacic coming back into the starting lineup. And uh, it was, you know, it was a really... Uh, interesting game. I, I went into the game you, in my usual, full of dread. I, di- I didn't. No, have, I didn't. Didn't I, you at all? No. After the, I thought we were f- so good against Man City uh, in the final. Uh, I quite, fa- I, I sort of fancied us, um, you know, to carry it on. And I, you know, and we did play. I thought we played well. I thought Kovacic had his best game for the club. He had a very good game. Yeah. Uh, after you know his initial back flick that he's got to try and get eradicate from his game because he just wants to backflick the ball. But um, well, we started well, didn't we? Higuain at the post early doors. Yeah, you know, we, could, we could have been one up very early. That was doors. a right shinner, wasn't it? As well, it was. But he, the way he adjusted his body on it, though, to you know to get the angle, showed a little bit. Yeah, of no, class. I mean it looked like a shinner, as in not as an accidental one. He saw where it was going, and he still found a way to try and. It slid it. down the fat on his gut, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, if he's fat, I don't know what I am. <laughs> I don't know what I am if he is. <laughs> He's got... I tell you, he I'm quite... jabbing a heart compared to him. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, but, uh, there, there All is... right, Mr. I've lost 15 stone. <laughs> but, look, there, How there... much weight have you lost, Kerry? Uh, 20 kilos. What's that in real money? Three and a half stone. That's impressive, isn't it, Phil? It's very good. And considering you're teeny tiny to start yeah, with. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we, we found some... Actually, we found some amazing photos from, I think, the 1996 Cup final that a friend of ours, Wimp, a.k.a. Johnny... Has got. And what, and, you look like a grain. I, no, I, look, I just look like so tiny. It's ridiculous. And and you've got a shaved head, Phil. It's, oh. and, it's, <laughs> and you do look as though you. Was that your hard period? Aye, oh, that was my. Well, it yeah. just looks like he's done time, that's for sure. But um, yeah, no, it, it's quite. Can I go to the cup final with you, 96? No, we managed to keep you away. Okay. But. Um, no, yeah, the mid '90s we didn't do so much football together. No, that's true. You were off being uh, that man, R- off being rumped. '97 <laughs> wasn't it? Not '96. Yeah, '97. '97. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I was getting confused. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the Tottenham game it was a really interesting game. I, I do think there's something in this side, and maybe now 
Sari can move on and maybe we'll get a window to buy in. I mean, what's your thoughts, just quickly mentioning a window? Do you think Chelsea will do the usual, like the big clubs do, appeal, so immediately we'll get a summer to Well, we buy have in? appealed, because that, yeah. that was news today. That, that came out today that we have appealed. It's now up to uh, UEFA FIFA to uh, grant us a stay of execution while they hear the appeal. Um, I mean, it's a precedent that was set up with Barcelona and Real Madrid that they were given a window during the appeal and then banned. I think Barcelona got two, two windows and Real Madrid got one window in the end. Um, so the chances are that we will get the summer to buy players before the transfer ban kicks in. Um, and you think that they would have to. They're going to have to splash the cash. The problem with that, of course, is that all the clubs know that we're desperate for players and we'll be playing a massive premium for any player that comes in. But, so I think it's really important that we, you know, we make every effort to keep players as much as, as sign players as well. Now, whether Hazard stays or goes is, is, you know, is the million-dollar question. But you know, other players that might be thinking of a move, we need to tie down their contracts. That, that's the key. Um, and you know we still need a striker. We we absolutely need a striker for 2020 or the you know 2019 and 2020 season because Iguain probably isn't going to be the answer long term. We'll come on and talk about him in a minute. But uh, you know I think I think there's there's real issues. But yeah, he's going to have to get his big wallet out in the summer. He will. Yeah, I, I think it's been. You know, interestingly, it could actually help with some of the youngsters finding out whether they're any good. They may get a few more games in this run up. They might get more of a look at. And see whether, you know, the, the interesting thing, the two that look as though they're the closest to the, to the team. And, and for me, it's not about being in the team. It's being part of that squad. Are Hudson-Odoi and Loftus-Cheek. They seem to be regulars on the bench now. Not necessarily getting a huge amount of time. But they must actually feel part of the squad now, mustn't they? No, that's what I feel Loftus-Cheek can come on. You, you feel like he's coming on as a sub now, as you know, and he could start, you know, you might find he'll start a game. He started Christensen, didn't he, um, against Fulham? Which yep. he hasn't, you know, he's, he's, he's not kept really... Away from he, yeah, he's kept away, hasn't he? I mean, he didn't have the greatest of games, Christensen, but... He came on, I mean, Loftus-Cheek came on as a sub in, in both the last two games against Spurs and Firm. He came on in the 77th minute. And in the final, and he played quite yeah, well yeah. when he so, came so I think he's he always plays, he looks like he's quite... He's quite direct and he, he gets half chances when he comes on. I mean, his final ball sometimes is a bit wobbly, but I think he does quite well when he comes on. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that sometimes when he comes on in a pressure situation, he's very quite slow to get into the game and sometimes you need to be on well, your... Just because pre- Pedro had one good game all season, you know... Even you will admit that Pedro had a fantastic. He did game have a good Spurs. game. I he mean, did really did. I mean, let's did. talk about let's talk about Pedro in all seriousness because you know I thought he was magnificent against. He Spurs. had a good game. Yeah, and he should play like that every week. Really. Yeah, yeah. Because and he, he can. doesn't. Yeah, I mean that bit when he came back and got the ball. That was amazing. The, penalty. That was amazing. Penalty, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, he'd have gone down. That no, get out. No. That should have gone down. No, 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 no. He won that ball, and then those two <laughs> shimmies and that little back heel thing to cut him. Mean, I mean, you know, he's got all the skill in the world, hasn't he? I mean, he 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 was amazing. Uh, Ross Barkley, you know, this week, I think for me, I know people are still down on Ross Barkley. But I think he just shows he's learning. He's, I he's thought he changing. had a good game in the final against yeah. Man City. And I, 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 think he's, he's, I, I think he's, he's had a good week. I think he's a lot better. I mean, I don't think he had a great game against Fulham. but No, but... They but, did enough again. I mean, we should have been 4-1 up at half-time, shouldn't we? Which game, which game are we talking about? Yeah. Fulham. So he's talking about Fulham. But I mean, if we go back to the top... I'm saying Barkley played well against Man City. He didn't play brilliantly against Fulham. Yeah. But we should have been 4-1 up at half-time. Yeah. 
I mean, if you want to just do text while you're no, on, I've got, on this no, podcast, no, I have some, just I have, you're welcome. No, no, I have some notes. I have some notes on my phone, which is what I'm looking at. It does look like I'm texting, you're right, but I've made some notes on my phone. We'll just, just have a chat. Just because I know you haven't bothered. So, no, well, you know. I don't, don't need to, you know. Well, what was the team for Spurs? Come on. It was very good. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the subs for Spurs, go on. Yeah, they were all there. It was the ref? The ref was the one in the uh, outfit. <laughs> it was the guy, the guy from Boy George's, mate, what John Moss. John Moss. <laughs> what possession did we have in the Spurs game, Kerry? What, what? what possession did we have in the Spurs game? Quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, balls to that. That don't count anymore, I possession. Know. I know it does, and I'm just saying, this is what I've got written on my phone. <laughs> Scrub it out. Chuck your phone out. Chuck your phone out. This. We're in the shard at the moment, so chuck it out the 40th <laughs> floor window. But, yeah, I mean, the, the, side, the side really looks like it's playing in a different way. I mean, he has changed the shape of that side, hasn't he? I mean, it's got the principles of inverted commissary ball, which I've always Four, hated. 4 three, 3 Yeah, but it is moving around more. You saw Kante. I mean, oh, the, the amount that he was running was unbelievable. But he's coming alongside Jorginho to help him out every now and then, and then still bombing forward. We're seeing him drop back a bit more, aren't we? The, the, I mean, an interesting stat, right? The, the, the 12, 12, 12K is seen as a benchmark for what players run in a Premier League football match. That's sort of seen at the very, very upper end of what players... In the last three games, I think two, if not three, Chelsea players have run over 12k in a Premier, in a Premier League game. Uh, certainly Jorginho, which I found a little bit surprising, and Kante have, and I think in one of the games Azpilicueta did, and it's... Oh, sorry, Pedro did. Um, so... Well, they a are, nutty dog chasing its tail. Well, but they are... 12K. But they are... They are pressing. They're pressing hard. I think we're playing a little bit deeper. A little bit deeper. That's for me is the key to it's a lower block. Uh, whereas before, when we got beaten by Man City by six 0 we would they, they would just well. And the ball people over the top. are marking. I mean, I mean, I suppose you know we did not mark against Fulham a bit, but the other games we looked like Rudiger looked like he was up people. Yeah. Louise has been up people. They've hit their tackles a lot harder. Yeah, it seems to me we're not flaking out on things. But I think that's we're beca- getting stuck in. But I think that's because we are defending a little bit lower, and we're able to kind of an- anticipate and intercept lower in our half. Whereas if we're defending on the halfway line, you've got some pacey so and so just yeah. run past. Emerson's you're in trouble. Uh, not. Uh, convince me is defending. Ooh, I, li- I like him. I like him, but he don't convince. You like me him more he... than Alonso. It's a. I'm not sure. Because they're both I'll, good going forward. Yeah, they're both good going forward. Um, but neither are solid defenders. Yeah, I think I, I like I like them both. Yeah, I, I think... I'm not down on Alonso. I mean, Alonso, people seem to be really down on Alonso. Well, look, I think that's I mean, also he because... did make it... He, all right, he blew it against winning 6-0. But, yeah. you know... Yeah, I think it's unfair. But don't you find there seems to be this sort of circle of blame that comes around and suddenly it's someone else's turn. And I, I think it's very unfair. Alonso, okay, I think he probably, his game has suffered this year because it's a back four and he's really not an out-and-out full-back. You can see that he wants to get up to the halfway line all the time and then beyond. Emerson, I still think he's a better defender and I also think that against City uh, and against Fulham, I think he calms Rudiger and Luis down a bit. I, I think everyone lifted their game against Tottenham, I think defensively. It was interesting that Alonso came back in. I guess that was partly to the fact that Emerson hasn't played much. You know, he's coming back still, you know, from I think he's. A, he, he, I think he sometimes is caught out of position, mm. Emerson. I think so. But I think he'll learn 
He, he looks like... You're hoping he will. Yeah, I guess so. You know, but I he think he's a talented. winger. He yeah. is a talented footballer. Mm. What do you think, Andy? I like Emerson. Um, I, I think it is unfair on Alonso. I think Alonso's been a great player. I just, I think some of the frustration comes from the fact that Sarri wouldn't change it. Yeah. You know, and it's like the fans want to say, well, at least give Emerson a go. I think he's earned a go. He's played well in the Europa League games. He's played well in some of the cup games that he's figured in. You know, if Alonso is dipping in form, give this guy a go. Don't just keep sticking the same players in. I See, think that's, I'd give that's Alonso why... a game with Emerson. Well, maybe. Where would you? So how would that work? I'd push him just to, you know, sometimes when Willian or Pedro ain't there, I'd play Emerson wide. So, so you'd stick him on, do a Ryan Bertram, stick yeah. him in midfield. Yeah. Champions well, who, League final. Emerson... Yeah, I'd put Alonso further forward. Well, well you know, yeah. I just think they, they okay. might be out of play. You know, he might be out of play. Think of them not so much as just left backs, you know? Yeah. I just think a lot, again, a lot of the frustration comes from, from Sarri's intransigence to, to change the team. And people were getting frustrated. And I think they were kind of projecting that onto Alonso a little bit and making him the full boy for that. And really wasn't his fault. But they're like, well, he's not playing well. We've got Emerson. Why don't we give him a go? Well, Pedro's not playing well. Give uh, Callum Hudson a doy a go. Well, why is Jorginho playing? Why don't put Kante there? You know, it's, it's yeah. a, more about yeah. the manager's decisions than I think those individual players, to be honest. I think but I think right. he is changing. It. He is definitely changing it. Man City was a different game. Spurs was a different game, and Fulham was a different game in different ways. So, also something else has changed now. In the Jorginho, he seems to have got into not come back to form. He seems a different player than he was, say, a week ago, ten days ago, before the cup final. Do you think that whole changing of the team has allowed him? He finds little pockets of space here yeah. and there. You've just said something really important there. Neither Spurs nor Fulham put a man on him. No, they didn't. Look, you know, you know, and you're not a professional manager, and neither am I, and neither are you. That the way to neutralise the, neut- the way to neutralise Chelsea is to put a man on Jorginho. You know, Deli Ali did it in the Spurs game when we played them at their place earlier in the season, and it worked. And and since then, every other team has shut Jorginho down because they know the way Sarri wants to play. It was is- actually Everton that did it first. Okay, whatever. But the fact is, putting a putting a man on. Uh, I, I might dispute that, but but putting a man on Jorginho is the, is the way to neutralise him because what Sarri wants to do is use Jorginho with the short passing to be the hub, to create the space and to be the quarterback. So I was amazed that Spurs didn't really do it and, and Fulham didn't do it at all and just gave him acres of space. So of course, then you see Jorginho with time and space. He looks like a great player. Looks like he can ping the ball, create assists, move it around. If he's got no space to operate in... He can't do it, but, uh, you know, it's been said before. I, I think he gets a, a, a hard done by because I just think he's the kind of player that does what he's told. He does what he's told by the manager. And so we give him a load of grief, but actually he's just doing what he's told. Yeah, I agree. I, I also think that the other two midfielders have come back and helped him and, and fought for space for him as well. I think you're seeing Kante dropping deeper than he ever has done. This season, I think you've seen the whole team drop. I just think yeah, Kante's think so. found a bit of form, hasn't he? He's yeah. got a little bit more confidence in his game. He's he looks like he was a, astonishing in he, the Man City game. Well, that's what I mean. He's started to play well, hasn't he? Yeah, he is. He's, he's starting to look a million dollars again, and you know that helps everybody. Yeah, and those runs because he's, ev- he's everywhere, and those runs that he makes also have purpose. He invariably gives the ball to someone else in blue. So I, I, I think and he could, you know if if you know he can nearly shoot, can't he? Nearly, <laughs> not <laughs> quite. I don't. I, I don't think this team is a million miles away. I really don't. And I think. Uh, I agree. I think that what we lack in the team is goals. 
And I think that, you know, having a, having a strike, although Higuain played well at the weekend, I, you know, I think having a striker that we know is going to give us 20 goals a season and having an attacking midfield player that we know is going to give us some goals, I think that will just lift the whole team. I think defence is there or thereabouts. I think the midfield in terms of, you know, possession is there or thereabouts. I just think we lack goals from midfield and we lack a striker. That's the problem. Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. But hopefully... Phil's got, are... Phil's got, I don't agree with that look on his face. No, 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 I do agree. I think... You know, it's your Barkley, it's your Barkley, your Covertich. What do you think of Barkley? Do you, do you think he's good enough? I think he's... Uh, I, he, I thought against Man City he played really well. And he surprised... Second half. Second half. He surprised me. He doesn't lose the ball a lot uh, lately, last few games. I think he, he's good he's enough. He's moving it quicker. He's I think him and Cover. I think the, the difference in Chelsea at the moment is the periphery players are playing a lot better. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I think, you know, your Pedros, your Barclays, your Kovaticis, your um, uh, Hudson Adoy when he comes up, the people that come on and do things are playing a bit better. So he's a bit freer to do his thing. Mm. Yeah, I, I think uh, so. I think Rudiger started to play a bit. He started looking better. I think he was looking a bit ropey. Well, the thing is. Louise what... has been, what I thought, was man of the match against Tottenham. And I think he's what? been really good. More than Pedro. I mean Pedro, you forgive Pedro. <laughs> I mean Pedro should just wear a Why do you hate why do you round. hate Pedro so much? Because he's been there forever and he's never kind of He was clearly man of the match. Clearly. <laughs> uh, David Louise was man of the match. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody loves him more than you, no, so that, of course. it's not no, unusual. Not, it's not really fair. But <laughs> I think also that back four, why Luis had such a good game, is they if you watched them. Um, this last week, they've actually moved as a back four together. They've kept their line so well. Quite often, one of the full backs would drift before or come inside or go too far or go too far forward or drop back too far. They've actually been playing as a unit for the first time this year, I think. To be fair, Sari did say that, you know, in the first three or four months, uh, the defence is going to take time to get together to play the way he wants to play. Obviously, we're playing it out of defence. What was really interesting, I felt, in the Spurs game was watching Spurs try and play out of defence. And then watching us play, man, we're good at it. We are really good at playing out of defence. I know it dives people mad, and it's like a lot of people are like, away, get it away. But we're really good at it. And Spurs were constantly getting closed down. There was a moment where Lloris got closed down, and we should have scored when the ball was yeah. squared across. And, you know, a couple of times where they got robbed in possession, you very rarely see us robbed in possession doing it. We are very, very good at it. So that defensive element is working. We are playing a lot more compact, a lot deeper. It is working a lot better. So I, I think there's a lot to be said for, for the way Sarri's coaching the team and I don't as I said I don't think we're a million miles away I think you're right I, actually it's, it's very interesting you talk about that playing out from the back you know for years you're told you never play the ball across your own penalty area you know all that sort of thing you should never do that across your box and it's something we do and we do it very well I actually find it quite exciting now because you know if you get that <laughs> but that's what a lot of people are like around oh, me no. Phil they're so going you, oh, you're no. old school you're, you're, uh, uh, you're Hackney Marshes on a Sunday a morning I don't mind a, you know you're going to pull them onto to you a bit I don't mind a little bit of it and I don't but when you you know you throw the ball out to Rudiger on your own corner flag I'm not keen on that and I don't see it um, producing goals, really. I see booting it down the field has got as much chance as that. We got very used to Peter Cech 
banging it out to Abanovic on the right-hand side, didn't we? Or up to Didier um, and holding the I mean, the I don't up. mind some of it. But, but, we, who, but, but we're such a small team. You think, you think that front... If we're playing... Especially if we're playing the false nine, if we're playing William Hazard, Pedro, there's no one going to hold the ball up if you boot it. You know, in midfield... No, I, I so understand there, that. There's no way of getting it up there unless we play Giroud or unless we play, you know, a player like that that can hold it. There's no way... There's no point in booting it up there. It's going to come straight back. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrokes. So, I mean, moving on to Just the strikers. Yeah, I think you're right. I'm, okay, what kind of week has Higuain had? And what do you think of him now that we've seen him for a handful of games now? What is it, seven games or something? I think that he gets... Uh, I think he gets... I don't think he's, he gets enough credit for the work that he does off the ball. And Most strikers think, don't at Chelsea. No, and I think that he's he's a really intelligent footballer, and I think that he lacks a little bit of pace. And I think Sari was talking about he needs to work on his acceleration, which is absolutely right in terms of getting to the getting to the ball. But I think he comes alive in that six yard box. In a six yard box, he's lethal. I think his layoff play is really good as well when he when he lays the ball off to Hazard. I think he's got weaknesses. I don't I don't think he's particularly physically imposing. Sometimes I like him to be a little bit more physical. I don't think he's amazing in the air. You know when he's challenging for balls. I think that you know he could he could have a little bit more pace you know but you know in terms of holding the ball up when he needs to and playing intelligently and and scoring goals in a in a tight situation i think he's brilliant and i think he needs a lot of credit scored his first away goal of course against fulham you know so yeah and that good goal and he could have had two yeah it's interesting you can see slightly rusty still but then you saw him put that goal away and you went oh my gosh that's what he's got in the locker it was just no nonsense was it i think he is what he is I mean, I think he'll take his chance, you know, he'll score, he'll score goals. Um, but he'll always look, some games he won't, you won't see him. And some he always games looks like he's will. blowing out of his arse. But what I do <laughs> like about him, he don't go on the deck easy. He's not falling on the floor and no, shouting at the referee true. for fouls all the time. He tries to keep on his feet and, and keep the game going and I like that. I like that as well and, I, and he doesn't go hunting for the ball at the corner flags as well. He stays fairly no, central. No, he ain't after penalties every two seconds. No. And, you know, he's not... I mean, I know Marat, if we sell everybody, we put people on loan and everybody scores goals. I mean, but Marat was always on the deck, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, well, Didier was, to be fair, for quite a lot yeah. of the time as well. well and he for about two years. Yeah. But but what I like about Egwene is he tends to play between the full-back and the centre-half. He doesn't play between the centre-halves, where he knows that there's going to be... Well, when he comes back and fetches it and helps yeah. out, he usually does quite a good... But quite you, a good bit of skill, doesn't he? He does. And if you look where his runs are coming from, full-back and centre-back, where, where it's easier to get round as opposed to trying to run down the middle. He's got, he's, I think he's he a really... He was unlucky not to get two. That goalie, that second shot. Yeah. yeah. That goalie made a, some save, didn't he? When he gets across the front man at the near post yeah. and, and he's just it dynamite. It's a cracking save. Yeah. No, he does look as though he's going to be a good acquisition. Will we keep him for next year, do you think? Well, he's, there's an option, isn't it? Depends who we buy in the summer. Yeah. Suppose we're buying the summer. Yeah, but he could be a very good squad player. Yeah, but not anyway. not for thirty five million or what they want for him. That's yeah. the thing, you know. I mean, if they want twenty million for him and you know decent wages, then of course. But you know, he's he's on frontline striker wages and a frontline striker. It's not worth that. I don't think. I, I'm not the when accountant. Tammy comes back. <laughs> well, would you, you have Tammy back? Well, I mean, you know, he's. I mean, what can you say? He's he's banging goals in. I mean, what the strikers? What what are they there for? Banging goals in. Um, yes, 
I'd give him a go, but, um, you know, whether he can do it or not is debatable. I know Andy's not that keen on him. But, oh, sorry, uh, what was that hand gesture there, well, Andy? Looking at my phone. Andy's not that keen on him, but, you know, you're the man for statistics and how many goals he scored this season, oh, Andy? I don't know, but he's got a lot. He's done all right, but, but, but it's the championship. Of course. You know, so, look, I, I don't rate him. I don't, but I'm happy to be proved wrong. I'm of not course gonna, he is. I'm not, so, not going to stand on ceremony. If he comes in and scores 50 goals, I will, you know, prostrate myself at his feet and apologise. And say, I always rated him. Yeah, That's always. what you do. Exactly. <laughs> I always rated him. <laughs> look, I just don't think that he, to me, to me, he just doesn't look like an elite striker. Yeah, that, I'm not going to argue, but I'm just saying I'd but maybe, I agree. If I, there's a transfer ban, we're going to have him back But anyway, if he comes back, if he yeah. comes back and he starts, I will give him every opportunity because he'll be wearing a Chelsea shirt and I'll support anybody that wears a Chelsea shirt. Anybody. But I think with this Chelsea team, if we could, are we going to talk about Wolves? We're going to come on and talk about we it. Will. We will. talk about it now, yeah. yeah. I think Wolves are going to be the test of this Chelsea team. Well, we went because to Wolves. Because they're a very good side. Yeah. Wolves. And, you know, we'll soon see how good Chelsea are. You know, they've got a team that might be out of match them, you know. Well, we went, me and Kerry went to Wolves away. We went to Molyneux for the away leg and they played us off the park. Well, no, if you remember, for about 40 minutes, we looked like the only team in town. And then suddenly and then we they ju- played us off the park. And then they absolutely went to an overdrive and we went, oh, what's going on here? And yeah. we just went, no, we're not playing. It was really bizarre. I, can we just, before we get yes, on to sorry. Wolves, talk about no, Fulham. Sorry. Yeah, let's go go to Fulham. Well, five changes from the Spurs games. Kepa obviously came back into the starting lineup. We all know that. Um, Christensen uh, uh, came back into the, the back four alongside Emerson, um, who came back. Uh, Barkley replaced Kovacic, and uh, William came in for Pedro. So a few changes in that game, and we actually we actually started really well, didn't we? And um, you know, I think we you know we could have we could have you know hit the ground running, but they weren't they were no mugs, were they, Fulham? Scott Parker, old Chelsea boys, first game in charge, set them up well. well they were like the ca- I mean, when they attacked, they were like the cavalry coming at you, weren't yeah. they? I mean, they just all just. You know, they were trying their hardest. Yeah, yeah, they were, and I, I, it was interesting because we go one up, then they pull it back to one all. We go two one up, and then it was almost like Chelsea went, yeah, well, well, well eleven three right. goals in eleven minutes. I mean, yeah. Higuain scored after twenty minutes. Chambers on twenty seven, and then you know three four minutes later, um, Jorginho hen's teeth goal. <laughs> you know, nice goal. Oh, it's beautiful. But it gave him loads of room on the edge of the box, didn't they? But as soon as you hit it, you knew it was only going in one place. I was at the other end, so I was like perfectly in line with it and it was like, if, you know, you can't miss this. Even you can't miss this. It's still quite a way. It was a lovely finish. Yeah, he took it well. You he know, so well. Uh, maybe this is the start. Maybe he'll go on a scoring spree. Who knows? I mean, really? like, I, I, I doubt it. <laughs> he could have had a couple of assists as well. I mean, a couple of times he... Ping the ball over the top, and Igwine just wasn't sharp enough to do it. You know, again, I think he's a player that gets uh, uh, an unnecessary amount of grief. He's become a lightning rod for a lot of the fans' frustrations with Sarri, and I think he's seen as Sarri's man on the pitch. So they, you know, fixate on him as being the problem, and I really don't think he is. I think that I think that the, you know that, that sometimes he's not played brilliantly, but he's he, he's class player, Phil. Yeah, no, he's a good player, but. He... I'm not blaming him, but he could have That's been taken. Point. And he took him. See, he took him off. Well, funnily enough, what was, what was what was interesting about that is they took him off, and there were cheers when they took him off. Now I don't know if they were ironic cheers because he took him off and he never takes him off, or whether they were cheering the fact that they were taking off. But they very quickly got drowned out by fans singing Jorginho, Jorginho. So you know, well, it I was think a, it was good that he took him off because he was looking tired yeah. and. 
it is good that he can substitute him. Another good substitution. And he said, Sarri said himself, we've been playing Kovacic, we've been trying to teach him the Jorginho method. Yeah. Kovacic always looks a little bit ropey, I think, when he comes on in that position. Well, it's a bit tough, isn't it? it? it You know, this guy that's, you know, is a sort of specialist at that position to sort of ask someone else to be a specialist for 15 the last 15 minutes of a match I mean you yeah. talk it's about tough, Ke- you it? talk about Kepa making a meal of, of, of the saves but the you know the save from Mitrovic the volley was brilliant and also right at the very end in the like, 88th minute where Mitrovic could have headed it over no, and he, did it. I, mean, I mean I thought he, he did was, his job well he did it really well I think and he got man a match didn't he yeah Oh, That's goodness. football for you, isn't it? The <laughs> irony of it all. Their goalie should have got man of the match. Yeah. Are you down on Kepper? I've never really ever... I'm not... This is nothing to do with um, him not coming off. I'm not... I've yet to... I've yet to be convinced... On a scale... That he's a really good goalkeeper. On a scale of Salaman Kalou to Pedro, where is Kepper? <laughs> Kepper's... What about Pedro. from Salomon Kalou to Mattia Kesman? I think he's got. I'd, I'm not going to. I just think he's got a bit to. I, he's got a bit to prove to me that he's an all-round keeper and not just a young kid. That is your got mind 70 open? Mil, it is open because you know you you have. I mean, you have, I have sometimes. A you have you do sometimes have a closed mind about certain players? I do. Pedro. Pref, I prefer. <laughs> <laughs> I I would prefer it that um, the other goalkeeper was him, Willie, 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 Willie Caballero. Don't don't. But don't I, I I admit he did have a good game after he dropped the ball in front of the red-haired fellow. It was actually it was actually a brilliant. Retrieve that moment actually. The way Blokey, he dived uh, across. Who was that from Liverpool? What was his name? Um, Ryan Babble. Ryan Babble. I thought he was about 40. <laughs> I texted Kerry saying, Ryan Babble, we texted each other saying how terrible Ryan Babble was. <laughs> then he went and crosses it and they score. Yeah. <laughs> Typical, isn't it? You know, that's it. Just never say a thing. Callum but, Chambers but, as well, of all people. Yeah. So, anyway, so we, we got through the week. So we're now sixth in the table with a game in hand, which if we win, we'll see us leapfrog Arsenal and Man United and put us fourth and into a Champions League spot. Are we confident we can finish in the top four? Uh, Man, you are the the worry for me. But I think, yeah, I think, why not? I think there is a belief in that team that we've seen. We know it could disappear as quick as anything. Oh, who's, is it time to get up, Andy? Is your boiled eggs done? Oi, oi, oi. Come on. How amateur. From a professional actor as well. Cock. Can you imagine him on the stage cock. doing that? Oh, you dear. Cock. <laughs> so, uh, so where, where were we? I, you know, we know it could all fall apart. A bit like that moment there. But um, I, I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think we'll finish. I'd fourth. like, if we could... If if we could sneak in instead of Tottenham, that would, uh, nice. would make my year. <laughs> they are now. Uh, that's what I love. That's what I mean. The difference a week makes. One minute everyone's saying, "Oh, they're the only contenders to to battle with uh, Man City and Liverpool." Now they're in the dogfight for fourth. Well, they're only a terrible penalty away from from not getting a point at all at the weekend. I mean, yeah. it's you know, I mean, they they re- the wheels really have come off for them, haven't they? Yeah, so. yeah. No, it's 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 lovely. Shows how much they miss Ali, and you know. But you look at Liverpool yeah. as well. Was it five draws in their last you know seven games? Yeah. Or something? Something silly. I mean, but they, they still look. Yeah, but they still look quite a. Yeah, I mean, they look a good side. Yeah, they. they Tottenham yeah. don't. No, they the look var- <laughs> they look variable. I think they're they? suffering from not buying any players. In but the our, our game in hand 
it's still there's still no date for it because it's Brighton, Brighton, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. there's still no well, date. It'll be, it'll be some random midweek. Yeah, it? it will. But so yeah, so bank Wolves. holiday weekend, Brighton. That's when we go. Down. <laughs> <laughs> you can lead everyone down, <laughs> except it's at Chelsea. But other than that, have you still got Leslie's number? <laughs> yeah, of course I am. Going to meet down the cafe. Uh. <laughs> Okay, so wrap it up. I mean, Wolves, let's go for prediction time. I think, I think Phil's right. I think it's going to be a really difficult game. I, look, for me, it's, if anything, a narrow win. A narrow win, maybe 1-0. Okay, Phil? Hopefully a, a, narrow, a narrow win, 2-1, something like that. I, I'll go 2-0 to Chelsea. Okay. Brilliant. Well, that kind what of wraps it Dynamo up. What about Dynamo-Kiev? Oh, my gosh, we've got them on Thursday, Chicken haven't we? kiev Chicken, I'm not sure that's very right. Really. See, if you had notes, you'd know this. I know that, Is you're that right. wrong? Saying chicken Kiev. <laughs> <laughs> He's just asking the engineer what he thinks of that. He yeah. went, he went, nah, that's all right. That's all right. Chicken called? Kiev. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course we've got, got the return of the Europa League. Yeah. How are you seeing that one? Well, they're certainly not the force they used to be. It's not Shevchenko and Rebrov up, any, uh, up front anymore. I mean, I think it's a, you know, it's a sad shadow of pr- previous Dynamo Kiev teams. So I can't imagine we'll have a major problem. If we have a problem, it'll be at their place. Um, so at the bridge, I think reasonably comfortable. 2-0. But it'll be warmer by the time we get over there, won't it? March. Yeah. A bit warmer. Is it ever warm over there? Red Rooster Kiev. Um, <laughs> Dynamo Kiev depends who you play. I think hopefully he'll play a few of the uh, you know it's the last 16 I think he'll start taking it properly seriously now yeah you might get one of them in I yeah. reckon you might see Ruben might see Ruben what about yeah. Ruben yeah he might get Ruben in there. Uh, I'm, I'm, I, I like him yeah yeah I do I like Ruben Loftus-Cheek yeah quick feet for such a big man I think he's a good player <laughs> and that's it so what's your prediction for Dynamo Kiev while you look at Andy as if to go you're wrong Chicken Kiev, um, nil. <laughs> Chelsea, four. Four, four. <laughs> Love it. That's as ridiculous as some of mine. I'm going to go I'm gonna go for two nil. Okay, again. Yeah, again. Okay, how, yeah, dull? I th- how dull? I know, but I just think that's where we are. And didn't I say two nil? Did you? Yeah. Did you I wasn't. No, I'm sure you said yeah, one two nil. nil. Two nil. Your phone went off. I'll go, th- all right, I'll go three nil. <laughs> then you forgot <laughs> You're everything. You're going to beat me? <laughs> no, I think I think I think we should, no reason why we shouldn't win that game. No, absolutely, brilliant. Okay, well, it's lovely to see you both, and uh, hopefully we shall be together very soon. And lovely to see you. See you, son. Who's going, Chicken Kiev? I'm going. You going? No. Nah. Do you want to go? I'd like to go, but I meant to be do something. <laughs> that sounds quite serene. <coughs> Serian, what Serian Botham? What Gandalf? <laughs> or did you mean Serian Botham? <laughs> oh look, he's now flashing tickets. Ticket. He makes these now. If anyone needs tickets, Andy's got hundreds. That's yeah. what he's doing now. He can't go on Twitter. Who's your rooster boy? Be there, you plastic, <laughs> plastic mug. On that. Andy's been banned for touting tickets on Twitter. <laughs> All right, we shall see you all next week. Cheers, everyone. Bye Bye. now. The Chels is backed for the season by Ladbrooks. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at chelseapodcast.net. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.